We're going to be reflecting for just a little bit here at the beginning of our service on some verses from the Gospel of Luke, verse 23, chapter 23, verses 44 to 46. Let's listen to God's holy and infallible word. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour, for the sun stopped shining. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. Friends, the Bible tells us in a number of different places, on the third day, Jesus arose. And so Easter weekend that we're in right now is presented as a three-day event. The crucifixion happened around late morning on Friday and the resurrection early on Sunday. So the time from the cross to the empty grave didn't cover a full three 24-hour days, but it included parts of three days, and that makes it a three-day event according to how the Jews thought of time and days. I want us to focus for just a little bit right now on the only one of those three days that was a full 24-hour day, one we don't talk too much about, Saturday. John Ortberg, in this book we're following through, thinks about that day. And you know how on TV sometimes, in a TV show, you'll get not a flashback scene, but I don't know what it's called, but I want to say it's like a flash-forward scene. The very beginning of the show, you get a 30-second preview of maybe the following day, and then the rest of the show shows you how those characters got to that point. And that's kind of what we're doing tonight. This message is a flash-forward to think about Saturday. And then in our service of Tenebrae that's going to follow, we're going to see what happened to lead up to Jesus lying there in the grave on Saturday. Why did Jesus rise on the third day anyway? Why wasn't he just crucified and then risen again right away, or at least maybe risen again after a few hours? So we knew, would know he's really dead. What's the point of Saturday? That Saturday. What can we say about it? Well, we can say there was silence. It was all over. And it would have really sunk into his disciples. Jesus was really gone. He didn't gather enough followers. He didn't convince the Romans that he should stay alive. He didn't win over the chief priests of Israel. I bet you've known a Saturday or two in your life. There's the day you receive the devastating news, and then there's the next day. There's the day you're diagnosed with cancer, 
And then there's the day after. There's the day your dream died, your world was shattered suddenly, and then the day you woke up and found out you're still alive. God wasn't done with you yet, but you don't know how or why to go on. You know, for a Cubs fan, every day is Saturday. This year's going to, there's actually some hope this year, but there's the day you call out to God, why? Or help me, Lord. And then there's the day of silence afterwards. That Saturday, the pain of the terrible events of Friday leading up to Jesus' death, and then a whole different kind of pain and the quiet of Saturday. The day of feeling the despair, wanting your marriage to be better and working and praying towards that, but your spouse isn't responding. A loved one has a terminal illness. You pray for healing, but they're getting worse. Life is drowning you. Troubles are weighing you down. The Apostle Paul wrote, How can some of you say, There is no resurrection of the dead. So apparently some people were saying, there's never going to be a Sunday. Saturday is followed Friday, and and that's where we're left, these people were saying. Get used to it. This is as good as life is going to get. And you know, some people live there, stuck in the despair In the ancient world, the most common view of life was that it was cyclical. What goes around comes around. Uh, The universe has always existed. It's not heading anywhere. We're not really going anywhere. There's no goal or clear purpose. But the Bible shows us a very different picture of life and the universe how it really is. God's word tells us life is going somewhere. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It was good. And then humankind fell into sin. But God promised a Savior and he provided the Savior. The Savior came and his kingdom has been established and it's growing heart by heart. By heart. And one day at the end of time, the king is returning, and we're looking to that day. And then eternity will begin. Creation, fall, redemption, consummation, the flow of history to a glorious conclusion. The Bible tells us that Saturday will turn into Sunday. It will. But what do you do until then? God's word says, wait, trust, rest, call out to God. You know, the most common type of psalm that you'll find, the psalms, that the songbook of the church a lot of people have called, the most common type of psalm is written by people living on a Saturday, waiting, hurting, calling out to God. And then as we wait... As we call out to our God, we remember where our Savior was on Saturday. Where was he? He was in the grave. 
We confess in the Apostles' Creed that after he was crucified, died, and was buried, he descended into hell. And we understand that to mean, as our catechism tells us, that Jesus experienced separation from God in order to save us and pull us out of despair. As great a miracle as Sunday was, and we're going to celebrate the resurrection together in a couple of days here in a beautiful ways, but also be amazed at the miracle of Saturday, the miracle of Jesus lying in the grave, the miracle that the Son of God died for us to defeat our greatest enemy, death. Any suffering that you go through, he suffered first for you. You feel God is silent? Well, your Savior experienced ultimate silence from God for you so that God would never leave you or forsake you. And think of this. If we can find Jesus, even on Saturday, where won't we find him? If you can find Jesus in death and in the grave, you will find him there for you always, everywhere. On the Fridays, the day your world comes crashing down. On the Saturdays, when you're living in the despair. And on the Sundays, the days of joy and experiencing God's blessings. Until the great day when Jesus returns on the clouds for his people. His atoning sacrifice that we celebrate this hour is our guarantee of that great day. I invite you tonight to embrace the finished work of Jesus. I invite you to embrace Jesus, the God of Saturday too. Amen.